I got to start off with this. Um, Kanye West. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you might not like this. Um, what, you agree with him? You got to let me get this out now. I yeah. don't agree with the DEFCON 3 crap, which just means you're going into the middle. I mean, it's DEFCON... If you'd have said DEFCON 4, okay, kind of be concerned, but DEFCON 3 is just in the middle well, of the thing. Well, you know, it's I, one through five, so. Yeah, yeah, He, I don't think he understands that's what it means. Yeah, he also doesn't understand that it's DEFCON, not DEFCON, so yeah. he's, he, he's illiterate and, and a moron. Um, yeah, but Rich he, does not equate with smart. No, I learned a lot about Elon Musk uh, over the last couple of days, too, that he's not quite as bright as everybody thinks he's he well, kind of stumbled into his money. Well, you you can be a genius level in one thing. It doesn't mean you're a genius across right. the board because he really is a genius level on certain things. But right. that's that's just like Kanye is real good at putting beats together. Yeah, he's not he's not a smart person. No, no he's <laughs> not. No, and and the, the thing about Kanye is is this that the problem I have. Well, I have a couple problems. One is that no one canceled Kanye when he said slavery was a choice. No one canceled Kanye when he said Harriet Tubman didn't really do anything for black folks. He didn't cancel him for white lives matter. But they canceled him for innocuous anti-quote-unquote Semitic remarks. Here's what I've learned over the course of my my life, which has been relatively uneventful, but you know I've learned a few things. Um, one is that you can make music about murdering black folks, and everybody will cheer you for it. You know, um, calling black women bitches and hoes, and everybody will cheer you for it. You make music about killing cops, though. Everybody wants to boycott you, but you still could kind of get away with it as iced tea. But the minute you make any kind of reference that's not completely positive about a Jewish person or people, you're done. Now, I remember Andrew Kunanen, uh, the, the mass murderer from the 90s, I believe, where he was running around killing people. He killed Versace, was his big kill. Right. And nobody said really much about him other than what he was doing until one reporter said that they just found out that he was um, Asian and Jewish. And all of a sudden that became anti-Semitic. And I'm like, wait a minute, how is that anti-Semitic by saying that he's Jewish? I don't understand. Also, when you say that Jewish people or Jewish people, uh, let me change the tone on that, um, have the the have have the top jobs in banking the diamond industry the oil industry music industry finances hollywood and you could verify that by just looking at the at the people at the top why is that anti-semitic when you say a fact like that because it's true that's why kanye when he made those innocuous anti-Semitic comments got canceled overnight. Because well, they do run everything whether we like it or not. And they're what, 1% of the world population? And 
you know, I say I, I said this one time on the podcast a long time ago, um, where my dad knew this Russian guy named Melnikov, um, who, who uh, despised Jewish people, and, and you know, I'm like my dad at the time, and even still now, I never understood why everywhere Jewish people tend to go, they tend to get run out. People tend to dislike them and want them out, and you know, Melnikov told my dad, my dad told me, it was one of the most articulate answers I've ever heard. He said, because the first thing they do is they go towards the money. The first thing they do when they get to a new society is they go try to control the money. Because if they control the money, they control their safety. And I'm like, okay, that makes perfect sense because people still think that they killed Christ. So, you know, you got to protect yourself. Well, well, they did, but that's, that's uh, no, no, no. Biblical, I know, I know, no, I know. It's a biblical <laughs> thing. So, whether you believe the Bible or not, is, is why I said people think that they did. You know, it just depends on your belief. Um, and they go for the money. They go for the powerful jobs for their safety. And I'm like, okay, well, that makes sense. He said. Also, they're very xenophobic. They don't allow you in unless you become one of them. Like, for example, you marry a Jewish person, you have to become a Jew to marry them. And the kids are automatically Jewish, black, white, or whatever. And I'm like, okay. Only well, if they're born from the, only the, if the mother's side. Only if the mother's side is Jewish. Exactly. Now, I do, under, I do understand that. But my point is, I'm still here. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, you had, you had interrupted, but it wasn't your fault. Okay. Now, I... I, I heard all that and I listened to all that and I'm still trying to figure out why that brings about universal hate. And I still don't get it. And I still don't get why out of all the groups you could make fun of, you can't make fun of Jewish people. You can't say anything about them. And they're like 1% of the world population again. And I don't, and I have never understood how one percent can have so much control, unless Melnikov's explanation is correct—that they run the banks, they run the finances, they run the, the 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 precious metals, and you know the record industry, the movie industry, and they can really put a hurting on people if you don't on television too and magazines if you don't walk a certain line with them. You don't you don't toe that line. If they think you're anti-Semitic, buddy, you are done. And I, I, in some ways, I can understand that, but in other ways, I, I just find that well. Here's the thing: ridiculous. You know, here's the thing: they don't run everything, but they are prevalent in certain industries. Hey, you gonna can you go to a different room or close a door because I can hear every word Stephanie's saying. And if I can hear if I can hear it, it's being recorded that way. I didn't know you could hear anything. Whatever, go ahead. But um, no, I named the industries that they run. Yeah. So, is it their fault they back each other's play? Never. No. Never said it was. No, I'm I'm being. uh, Calm down. I'm I'm not upset. I'm not upset. I'm just saying. I'm. I'm. I'm playing devil's advocate here. That's fine. Okay. Uh, Is it now? There's certain things that not just white people but anyone can get can't get away with with black folks like you know they can't have a a, a, a sports team with a racial slur there's no fucking way black people <laughs> would shut that shit down tomorrow 
the New York niggers. Yeah. <laughs> can't, can't have that. <laughs> or, the, so, or, the, or the Charlotte Charlotte Coons. <laughs> and we've already shown that when we are, you know, truly united under a cause, we can cripple you financially. We've already proven that. Yes. That's okay. how that's how the that's how we made strides during the during um in the sixties. We just stopped we just boycotted shit for real. Yeah, and stop buying stuff. Shit changed overnight. Mm-hmm. So is it or is it their fault that they're they just they, they run a tighter ship than we do? Because uh now Germany wants to stay away from anything anti-Semitic on any they, level. They better. Adidas is owned by Germany. A German a German CEO owns Nike, owns owns Adidas. So the minute Kanye now, and I'm not a Kanye, a, a Kanye. I'm I'm so done with him. I've been oh, done with him for a too. while. Yeah. I so am I'm too. not defending him, but here are a couple of facts. Mm-hmm. Draw your own conclusion. Now, right. he's been pretty much off the rails since his mom died, like five six years ago. And it's just been a slow decline in craziness. And he's even admitted as of like a week ago, no more than a week ago, like a month ago, that he doesn't he doesn't take his meds regularly. Mm -hmm. And uh, about two weeks ago, before this White Lives Matter bullshit, he was trying to get out. He was complaining about his Adidas contract and how. It's a lucrative contract for some people, but for him, for someone of his of his uh, stature, it's a shit deal, and he wants out of it. But Nike, but uh, I keep saying Nike, but it's Adidas. Adidas won't let him out. Mm-hmm. Days after he said that, the White Lives Matter thing came out. Yep. And then days after that, he started saying this anti-Semitic stuff. And then, then he was released from his contract. So, was he trying to get out of this contract? Trying to find hot button reasons to to get out of his contract, or was it just a, ha- a lucky accident, a happy accident, based on his well documented unraveling? I don't know. I hope I, I if if you have to get out of a contract doing it that way you're not a very smart person well if you tried to well again we've we've established he's not a bright person yeah being being super rich i mean because he's lost a couple of accounts as of the last couple days he's he's no longer a billionaire because of these uh, business deals that have collapsed under this anti-semitic talk Mm -hmm. and um and the final straw was i'm sure you've seen that you're on social media i'm sure you've seen the the news clip, it was like an interview. He's like, I can say anti-Semitic stuff <laughs> and that. Adidas won't let me go. Uh, so what about that? And yeah, then, you know, the very, yeah, now what? So the, in the very next day they cut him out. So, uh, uh, but I really tired of these hoteps like Kanye's he's speaking truth and he's, He's a truth sayer. This is such bullshit. The guy yeah. is an unmedicated mess. Right. And and he's and, not and I'm and it's and it's and as frail as the marriage was between him and Kim. Mm-hmm. I thought it was more of a status marriage. 
but maybe she really did have feelings for him yeah. because you don't you don't have four kids with someone you don't want to be with. I you know what I I would agree ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the time except Kim Kardashian is such a status chaser. Oh, one hundred percent. But what? you can't. But I even I, I I don't disagree with you. And for the videos, a, a kind of a dead lay. But right. yeah. <laughs> but. But you don't status or no status, you don't, you don't not adopt, not not have a surrogate. You don't have four children from somebody that you don't love on some level. And then her, her and her thing was she, she you know she was very vocal. Now I'm not saying was it like a solid marriage? No, but I'm saying there was definitely something there, and even she bowed out. Even she's like, I can't do this anymore. He refuses to get help. He refuses to let me help him. I can't do this. And I can't put our kids through this. I, I really want to side with you 100%, but I just can't. because. Well, I, that's 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 fine. I'm, I'm not trying to sell you on how good she's of a wife a bad, she is. She's such a bad person. That it's They're hard. bad people. Yeah, so, it's hard so, for me to give them any kind of positivity, either but, one of them. But, but I, I can't believe they're... People, you know, come on now. I mean, I, I there's people I think are completely shitty, but even the shittiest people, they have to have some level of of something. That's how they manage to keep connections to other shitty people. You know what I mean? There's got to be something there on some level that some common ground they can find. And I guess Jeffrey Dahmer had the had had wit money because he could get people to come back to his house. So maybe that's it. I I, I don't know. Give it to Gab. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I, think he had the gift of gab. I don't know. He got people to come back to his damn house. But regardless, it's like <laughs> it's like I think that she saw him as a, a way to be attached to him forever, financially and status wise. He's well, the biggest. He is the biggest, most powerful black man she could get her hands on. Yeah, but it's not like she's chasing money. She makes more than he does. That's true, but she can never. You can never make enough, man. All these rich people have all said the same thing: you can never have enough. Every last one of them has said that. Even Elon Musk has said you can never have enough, and that's the richest man in the world. It's like people like you and I, eh, we have caps where it's like, okay, I don't need any more than X amount of dollars to have a great life and have you know generational security. But to these people. <laughs> they can never have enough. So being attached to Kanye five different ways, her and her four kids, means that that name, good or bad, is always going to be on those kids. They'll always have opportunities that other kids will never have because they are Kanye West's kids. They'll have access to his money because unless Kanye writes them all out of his will, they'll have access to his money and her money. That's where her mind was when she got with Kanye. I guarantee it. Now, is there a little bit of love there? I, I would say probably 5% was actual love. And the rest of it was pure greed. I mean, think about it. This woman did a porno with Ray J while her mother basically directed it. What kind of human being is she? She is I don't, the biggest status chaser there's ever been. I don't think she was chasing his money. Because when she met him, she had more than him. She has more than him now. She's worth almost two billion. I know he was a. So I, I, I seriously doubt money was the issue. But again, you could never she, have no, no, enough. 
that I'm not well, I'm not buying it. I'm just not buying that. When but but, but, I, I, but, I, but I do but I do buy but I do believe uh she is all about status and and uh, fame and maintaining that. I don't think she's chasing his money because they they're if that was the case we she'd be chasing it now. They're divorced. They've been divorced. Mm-hmm. So she's not going after him now. I, so, I don't I don't know what is happening behind the scenes. And I really don't. And I'm not gonna say she's what she might be waiting for the right opportunity to, to, to jump on him. I don't know. I think, I think that's that's a reach. But it, it, it may be, but I'm t- but it's not it's not implausible or impossible or 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 silly for me to think that. It just isn't. And you could be right. I just don't think you are. I think that she 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 is one of those rich folks that could never have enough, and that's always bothered me about people like her, people like 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 Jeff Bezos, people like Kanye West. They can never have enough. They if they had it their way, they would have every penny on the planet, and the rest of us fuck us. That's their that's their mindset. That's why they have so much, because they want it all. Well, we're this we're pontificating about something we have no basis on. So I'm going to move on to what we do know, and that's Kanye. Um, well, that's fine. I because I, I don't agree with you. I don't agree with you. I don't uh, think she's chasing his money. I just I, that's silly to me when you have almost double what the person you're married to. Again, you can be <laughs> again, again, I'm. It, 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 we're talking in circles. I don't want to hear. It. We're talking about Kanye and his bullshit. But um, I don't think. I I honestly I am so done with him. I want him to really get financially hurt by this. Well, he already, I, he already I, has. I, well, well, no, he's he's no longer a billionaire. He's still. He still has like he's still worth like nine hundred million. He's just he's just lost one. Con- he's lost a few contracts that knock him out of billionaire status, but he's still uh, hundreds of times over multimillionaire. Well, losing that Adidas contract is what cut him out of the billionaire category. Yeah, but it's just like shaving off the top. I want him. I want him hurt really bad because there's the only way he's go- he's he's surrounded. You know, there was a time when I was like, man, it's, that guy really should get some help. I feel sorry for him. You know, he really he really needs, like, to be around someone who gives a shit. Uh, you know, since his mom's gone, it's, he's just surrounded by yes men and people who can, leeches that can get stuff from him or or can, you know, make money with him. Mm-hmm. But as far as, uh, I mean, as far as, as like, you know, you obviously you can only help people who want to be helped. And he just doesn't have he hasn't lost enough to truly feel like he hit rock bottom. There's no way he's you can't hit rock bottom if you can still do whatever the fuck you want and no one can tell you shit. He needs to really lose shit. And I don't I don't feel I'm past feeling bad for him because mental health a lot of times is being used as an excuse to be shitty? Well, I I had mental health in my family, a legitimate, diagnosed, insane person. And Again, I, and no, no, this and is, I, and I can tell you, no, no, I know it's not, if you're not 
insulting all people with mental illness. You're just saying that you think maybe he's pushing it to the limit. But here's my thing with that, though. Kanye may be so far gone without his meds that he doesn't think he's crazy. And that is the biggest thing with crazy people. They don't think they're crazy. And that's the thing that I think a lot of people who aren't crazy don't understand. It's like, it took me a long time to understand that about the person I know, you know, well, fuck it, my brother. You know, I, it took me forever to understand that, that through his eyes, everything is normal. But, but, but we see that it's not. And he could not see that. Now, when he's on his meds, he's 100% different, 180 degrees different person as Kanye was. Now, Kanye is still a bit of a douchebag, whether he's medicated or not. You know, he's arrogant, he's conceited. And in some ways, eh, he's earned the right to be a little bit. You know, he's a, he, let's just say it, let's just be real. He's a musical genius. I, I can't deny that. I want to because I hate him, but I can't. Well, well, here's the thing. I used to say that too, but let's really think about what okay. he does. Okay. I think he's really good with taking, he sees like and composing a song from like beats and samples and recreating something that's catchy and fun and new. Like Dr. Dre used to. Yeah, but Dr. Dre at least played instruments. But it's the only person I can think of to be. To yeah, yeah. But I, I wouldn't call him a musical genius anymore. He's good at making beats. You know who's a musical genius? Prince. 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 First two albums, he played every instrument. Yeah, I know. On on that album, and he's he's a great guitar player. He was he was a great guitar player. By the way, he was also self taught. He never had a lesson. I I remember at his funeral, they asked uh, they uh, when he got abducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They asked Eric Clapton. Uh, what does it feel like to be one of the most famous guitar players in the world? He goes, I don't know. You have to ask Prince that. That's yeah. that's how that's how good Prince was. David Bowie, another musical genius, guy that could, could play any just about any instrument, put out albums of shit he was just trying out, and they'd be hits. And yeah. the, and the guy was that. Those are musical geniuses. I still give David Bowie a big minus for that music video he did with Mick Jagger and they ah shut up that's just me that's <laughs> just me I I I've seen that video in the last couple of years and it still is weird today as so, it was the day I saw in the 80s so, someone should have talked to both Ooh. of them I, I was know, like right? this is this you can't is do this so what are you this doing? is so gay just oh, yeah. but beginning oh, in God. you're talking about two guys that that fucked each other in the 60s or 70s. I know. Yeah, I know. I know. But still, <laughs> dude, that video was over the top. It and was it was awful. a great song. I, they, they recreated the song great, but that video was like, I. Oh, it was terrible. Ah! I'm not even that crazy about the song. I think the song is okay. But, uh, but yeah, it, yeah, that's, but those are musical <laughs> geniuses. I Kanye, know. he's just a dude that can throw some really good beats together and make a, make a, uh, and so I, I I I I take back my calling him a musical genius because he's not. He's really well, good at what he does, but he's not a genius. When I hear other other musicians say that, I I'll I'll kind of back them for to a certain degree. Um, when they say he's a musical genius, you know I I'm I'm not sure. I I don't think he's on the level of like you said Prince or Michael Jackson 
or, um, you know, Barry Gordy, you know, for putting music together. Um, but Kanye's produced great album after great album after great album after great album. Now, I know, again, back to him being crazy. I just don't think he understands how crazy he is. And this is coming from personal experience. He does not know. When he talked about how George Floyd wasn't really murdered because he wasn't on his neck like that, in Kanye's eyes, from what he saw, I'm sure maybe that is what he saw because his worldview is skewed because he's nuts. He can't see reality. He's crazy. Now, when he's fully medicated, I don't think he would have said that. And if he did, well, then he's just a male version of Candace Owen. You know, she's not crazy. She's just mean and an opportunist. And I wish she would die a horrible death. Well, he bought that parlor, which was, yeah, I saw that, which yeah. is fucking dead. Is yeah. the, the dead, dead as a doornail. Yeah, I saw that. And yeah. but this, but the 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 company that parlor is under under the umbrella of the guy that sold him parlor still owns that. So he doesn't really own anything that's worth anything. He's right. a, he's fucking. He's not. He watched. They watched that Candace Owen bullshit movie, and it's like just spouting all this unfacts that she says in mm-hmm. her stupid little documentary. I'm just done with him. I'm fucking done with him. Did you also see Candace Owen is all of a sudden black again? No. Why? Yeah. Oh, she's black big time now, boy. She's she's back in black now. She's like, I think this is unfair that you're going to take this stuff from a black man. I'm a black woman. You have to remember that. And that I think that, you know, we need to we need to stop, you know, coming down on black people like this. I'm like, Wait, what? This is a bigger turn than OJ made in the in the early 90s. If you remember, OJ Simpson was so anti-black that when Johnny Cochran went into his house before the jury came in to see the place and all that, OJ had no pictures of any of his black family, friends, or anything in his house. Every picture was of a white person. And Johnny Cochran said, nigga, you need to take this shit down. What is wrong with you? You don't have any black people up? What's her, what, not even his kids. Nope. From his first war, nope. first wife. Nope. No black people were anywhere in that motherfucker's house. That's wow. how Candace Owen is. But she's black now. You should look up. I'll send you a couple videos if I can find them again, uh, where they actually have her tweets and and, and 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 some videos of her talking where she actually says, "I'm a black woman too." Terminated against Kanye. And the one thing about both her and Kanye and the rest of these ignorant fucks around, I'm sorry, I, I'm trying to keep this professional. These ignorant people is that they don't understand the First Amendment at all. At all. Because they keep screaming, especially Kanye, you, you're stepping on my freedom of speech, my First Amendment right. And it's like, none of you understand that the First Amendment says the government can't make any laws. Not a company, not an institution. But the government, period. Next, doesn't say you're free of consequence. Do you understand that? And they never do. They got all perplexed when they say something horrible. You've seen all those TikToks where those people get canceled and they've done something, said something horrible, and they're all perplexed. All they did was just lose my freedom of speech. They just called that black woman a nigger four times. I don't know why I had to lose my job. It's like, well... That's the price you pay for saying something like that. You don't get to say whatever the fuck you want and expect no consequences. 
And when you're young, and when you're Candace Owen, you're doing it out of just belligerence and trying to make money. When you're Kanye West, you're doing it because you're legitimately nuts. You're legitimately crazy. You should Kanye. They, what they need to do with Kanye, and, and they tried this on my brother, um, a shot with the medication that lasts like six months. That really helped him uh, come down from the craziness to now where he takes his meds regularly because that six-month shot gave him enough time for his brain to sort of kind of rewire, sort of kind of start to understand that what he's seen is skewed and not real. You know, and that's what they need to do with Kanye. Kanye needs to get a shot like that to where he can have a lot of time to just sit down and go like, okay, this is not real. That's not real. That's not real. That's not real. Oh, you mean I said that? Yeah, you did, man. Oh, but I didn't. That's not real, though. Yeah, we know. So what, 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 what are we doing here, bro? And then, then I think that would help him. But I'm done with him too, but for different reasons. I just think that he can't help it because he's nuts. I just don't want a crazy person to have this much influence on society and particularly our youth. Because his Yeezy shoes, which I don't really care about, but I think it's interesting, are out selling Jordan shoes. Both of them are shitty people, but that says a lot that a crazy man can outsell Air Jordans. He has too much influence. And we need to start looking at him from the from the lens of, I can't listen to him anymore because he's nuts. Not an opportunist. He's nuts. He is literally crazy. And we have to stop listening to him. We have to just ignore him. I think if we ignore him instead of giving him all this publicity, I think that more than, more than canceling him literally and and figuratively, just ignoring. I think that would help him more because he wouldn't get the high he wants. You know what I mean? Yeah. I hope I'm speaking up correctly, but that, does that make sense? You know, what yeah. I mean? Did I, no, no, okay. no. Yeah, I wanted no, to make sure sense. I said that right because I could. There are words I could have thrown in there that could have made that completely wrong. But he just needs to be ignored, you know. And I think that would pull him back into wanting to be in reality, you know. But the more press we give him. The more publicity we give him, the worse he's going to get because he's getting what he wants. Publicity. You know, what did that bring? What did that dude, uh, Ringling Brothers and Barbara and Billy Circus said? There's no such thing as bad publicity. I believe the quote is attached to him, but I don't know if he actually said it, but it's attached to him. And that's what Kanye believes. You know, there's no such thing as bad publicity. Vince McMahon made billions off of that. No such thing as bad publicity until it finally got him kicked out of his own company you know but he had made billions of dollars so what does he fucking care for he's 80 years old and he's forced to retire at 80 Ooh, <laughs> you know i mean, <laughs> I, mean I, I just I, I i to get all the way back to the beginning i just don't understand why saying anti-black stuff was okay for adidas but saying anti-semitic stuff was not you know I, why no i do know why <laughs> but i wish that i i wish we live in a world where and I and this is gonna sound funny. now if now if black people made more of us I mean it made a big stink but if we actually did what Jewish people do and truly boycott they would have done something about it well they, but, yeah, they, but we just yeah. bitched on Twitter and 
and Facebook and Instagram and, and talk maybe, about how maybe marched a little bit, blah blah blah. Yeah. No, there's no marching for that. There's no marching really? for him saying that. No. Yeah, that's some bullshit. So uh there was no, there was no real repercussions. That's why yeah. nothing happened. We didn't yeah, do anything. Right. So why would they? No, that's true too. I mean and 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 honestly, there's still a lot of black people who still fuck with Kanye. Yeah, I mean, he he still goes. He still, I mean, they canceled a few, canceled a few shows at some, you know, really packed arenas that he would perform at. But he still has a tour that he's on, and that doesn't seem to be losing that much steam. People still fuck with him. He still that's generates true. money. Oh, that's true too. I mean, it, it's and I think part of that is that a lot of black folks, whether they admit it or not really don't like Jewish people that much. And for whatever reason, it may be maybe because of the killing of Christ. It may be because uh, they've had bad experiences. I don't know, but it just seems like a lot of black folks just do not like Jewish people. And I know for a fact, a lot of Jewish people don't like black people. It's just the way it is. So when he said that about Jewish people, that's why black folks kind of like, eh, who cares? Eh, don't care. Eh, you know? But when he says something anti-black, we were like, hey, what the fuck? Oh, you can't do that, Kanye. You're black. You're not supposed to say this kind of stuff. you know. But we didn't do what you and I know that they should do to get these fuckers in line. I'm sorry. These guys like Kanye in line, which is you stop buying their crap, you stop going to their concerts, and you stop paying attention to them. You don't answer. The, you don't retweet anything they say. You don't view their tweets. You unfollow them. And guess what? Kanye will get the message real quick and oh, yeah. he'll stop. He'll get it real quick. You know, and what I was going to say was one of the things I, I always wish we could do is when someone enters the political field, you know, like Kanye did with his, with his running for president, that they'd have to take a truth pill. And the truth pill would make it so that no matter what a, repub a reporter asked you, that it has to do with your, your, your political views. You can't lie. You have to state it fully and completely. You cannot lie. I really wonder who would still be in office right now. You know, how many politicians would we even have that we have right oh. now? If we'd even have any. Because they all lie have. to a certain level. Right. But some of them are such horrible liars. You know, I mean, would it be something if Marjorie Taylor Greene is not lying about what she believes about 9-11 and, and the Sandy Hook thing, if she actually believes that stuff? What would we do with her then at that point? How do you ostracize her if she actually believes it? Well, and she, we could prove it. She, she believes it. It's like, yeah, no, I believe that that was fake. 9-11 was an inside job. Yeah, I believe it. Wait, did we give her the pill? Are you sure we gave her the pill? Are you sure? No, we gave her the truth pill? Yeah, we gave it to her. Oh, fuck. Now what do we do? You know what I mean? But right. I just think that would really help uh, our, our political system and help people like uh, understand people like Kanye to know that he might be he might be crazy, but he might be lying about this stuff. He might not believe in white lives matter. Candace Owen might have to fess up and be like, yeah, I don't believe in anything I say. I'm just here to make money. You know, I think it would help us all. But that's science fiction. You know, it's just something I, I thought about a couple of days ago. I was like, it would just make a much better world i think if we could just make these people tell the truth you know but that, yeah, that's just my good thought. luck with that yeah i know <laughs> i know it'll never happen i'm i'm such a such a sap but regardless uh that's all i really wanted to talk about with kanye um 
you know, I just, I understand why he has to go. I just have never understood uh, anti-Semitism quite like I would like to because I can't ask questions without being anti-Semitic. You know what I mean? I can't ask the questions I want to ask without people getting angry at me for asking, even though I'm asking because of I want knowledge. I want to understand, you know, like I tried to ask uh, one of Stephanie's friends. Um, I asked her, I said, you know, why does everybody hate you? You know, she's a Jewish lady. She said, why does everybody hate you? And her first words out of her mouth were not constructive. She said, well, because we're the chosen people. I was like, okay, you know what? If you're not going to, if you don't know, then don't bother to try to help me. Okay. Because I really want to know. I don't want to hear that, that that shit. Okay. I don't. So well, well, here, look at it this way. She's not entirely wrong because people will have like burning hatred towards Jewish. They're also claimed to be really religious. That's true. I'll, okay. You're right about that. It's always back with some kind of religious bullshit or baggage. And that the chosen ones or why you chose that, that shit always comes up. So what she said isn't really that out that far out of the realm of I don't think she was being facetious when she said it. But usually uh-huh. when people I mean, I'd say nine times out of ten, if you got someone who's real anti Jewish, they always claim to be religious. Even Kanye. Mm. Kanye, okay. he's he was big, he's always Jesus walks and all that shit. But yeah. yet here he is. It's always back with some kind of religious thing. Hmm. Always. Eh, I, 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 okay. I, I guess maybe I shouldn't have gotten. I should have thought about it before I got so irritated because that's to me. It, that's like a cookie cutter answer. You know, it's like it's got to be. It has to be deeper than that, right? Wouldn't well, you think there'd be more to well, it you, than that? You would, you would think, but look at people who hate black folks. How do you hate someone you've never met? I. How do you I, hate? Oh. Some some people are hate black folks and have never actually spoken to a black person. That's I, even crazier to me. But I think I can help you with that one. You don't have anything to tie it to personally, yet you hate with such venom. Right. It, it, it amazes me. And my dad said something to me a while back about that because I asked him almost exactly what you said with such venom and hatred, and you don't even know black people. He said he said to me, and it's going to kind of paraphrase. He said, son, it comes down to genetics. And I said, and I and me and me, my smart roughly, you mean because we're faster than them in America? What are you talking about? He said, don't be an idiot. And I'm like, okay, I'll I'll pay attention now. So I actually had to pay attention. He said, he said, think about it. What happens genetically when black meets Asian, when black meets white? When they enter, when they intermingle, what happens? Well, they produce a black baby. He said, exactly. He said, he said, there's a deep-seated fear in these people that comes with, they, they have a sense of preservation of, of, of looking like themselves. You know, they want to look like they look. But when they get with a Black person, that kid doesn't look like the white people anymore. It's not white anymore. It's not Asian really anymore. It's, the it's dom- something we have, the, we have the, the dominant gene. Right. That's just and, and, what and, it is. Right, and he said, and that's where it all begins. Now, the rest of it after that is 
I, I would say just learn dumb shit or whatever stereotypes, but that's where it begins is that we could, black people could literally wipe out Asians and white people in 30 years. Just wipe them out. If we all decided we're never going to marry our own and just chase down white girls, white men, white uh, Asian men, Asian women, they're gone. Their culture, their looking like them is, is done. And that terrifies them on a level that I don't even think they can articulate, but it terrifies them deeply. We're gone. We're, we're, we're done. No more white people, no more Asian people. What the hell is this shit? You know, and that's where I think it begins. But after that, I have no answer for you. After that, I have none. And I wish I had something, but I don't. <laughs> I wish I could put my finger on after that truth. Even though you don't know any black folks, you don't know any of your white family that's a married a black person, that's around a black person, why do you still hate black people? And the response would probably be, I don't know. I don't, after that, they say, like, I don't know. And even if you hit some of these white people with what I said, that where it starts, they were like, I never thought about that. Yeah, but it's in your DNA. It's there. Self-preservation is in all of us. It's like black folks, a lot of times they care, but they don't care. You know, the kid will just be light-skinned. You know, they just be a little light-skinned black kid. You know, after they get past the fact that you were with a white girl or a white guy or an Asian girl or Asian guy, you don't have to get past that. They'll look at the baby and go, no. But you know, it still kind of looks like grandma. The Asian people be like, doesn't look like anybody in my family. So, oh well. <laughs> Just keep moving on. And is that, does that make a little more sense? Uh, yeah, but, uh, you know. Just a little know. bit, though. Yeah, I, I never, I never, uh, well, I'm not racist, so I guess it just. Oh, I know you're not. Yeah, goes not beyond me. Goes beyond me. But, but, can, but can you understand? That if you step out of it and then look into it from the outside, can you understand why they might want to keep us away just from that aspect alone? It's like, well, hey, man, uh, <laughs> you, you're taking us away. You're going to eliminate us. You know, it's they're, a silly thing. To, to, yeah, it's a silly thing to think that, you know, we're going to fuck them out of existence immediately. It, it's so stupid. I know it, it's, it's just, so it's just silly. But that's what a lot of them believe, man. When you get down to it, man, a lot of them believe that they are terrified of that dude. Every time they see a white lady with a black dude or a black lady with a white dude, they think, well, another one down, another one gone. And they just, it just drives at them. It drives <laughs> at them deep and it hurts. And I find it hilarious. You know, I think it's funny. You know, it's nuts. It's, it, it really is. It's, I don't know. I just... It is. It's nuts. It's nuts. It makes no sense. None. But it, but I believe in my heart of hearts that that's the beginning of the hate, whether they know it or not, is, 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 is that, that fear of disappearing. You know, I think that's the beginning of it all. You know, and, and after that, I couldn't tell you. You know, I just couldn't tell you how someone in, 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 in North Dakota would hate me who doesn't even know me? You know, I, I can't wrap my head around that. Fear of a black dick. <laughs> right? That'd be, a hell of, that'd be a hell of a title for a book or a movie, wouldn't it? <laughs> I think it's going to be a title of this episode. <laughs> Fear of a black dick, motherfucker. That's, that's funny as hell. I like that. that, that that's hilarious. 
I had to actually read that book. If I was at Barnes and Noble, I saw that book. What is it? Fear of a black. I, I may have to check this out just a little bit. <laughs> I'd read a chapter or two, see if it caught my attention. You know, I don't really enjoy reading books, but I'd read, I think I'd read that. Depending on what it said, I think I'd read that. That's says some dumb shit. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that makes my head hurt. That's so funny. Oh. All right. Well, we'll switch gears here. Uh, oh. and then we'll call it a, unless you had something else. You had something else? No, 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 no. I'm waiting for your black Adam, buddy. That's that's what I was I was All like right. tapping my hands, going, let's go to Black Adam, baby. I gotta hear what you got to say. Let's All do right. this. Well, we're gonna do uh Black Adam, then we're gonna call it a day because we're already at uh 45 minutes. Yeah, just get that black Adam, baby. I got to know. <laughs> All right. Now, a couple things. Okay. Um I didn't think about this mm-hmm. until I didn't think about this. Uh, but this movie, Black Adam, came out this last weekend. It, um, The Rock's been trying to get this movie made since 2009. Yeah, like 15 years it's been since he's trying to get this movie up, something like that. Yeah. Now, now The Rock is what he calls himself, you know, franchise Viagra. Mm-hmm. And, you know, honestly, uh, uh, excuse me, to, uh, you know, to a certain extent, he's not wrong. Oh, I mean, yeah. He's, he's, Fast he, and the Furious. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he did Fast and the Furious franchise. Um, the Jumaji, yeah, he did Jumaji. Uh well yeah he G.I. Joe was the it was their uh, that movie was also a piece of shit but it was the biggest mm-hmm. seller of the G.I. Joe movies uh Jumaji too successful uh two successful uh movies in a sequel now um what else was he a franchise of um oh damn it well but his solo movies, stuff he's in where he's leading the charge, not so much. I mean, they're bad movies. They make money, but they're not really good movies. So, I mean, if you think about it, remember when he did that um, that movie, The Rundown, and he passed Arnold in a club, and Arnold's like, uh, like literally fun. passing the baton. He tells him to have fun. Yeah, I remember that. And uh, but he hasn't really set the world on fire. Uh, at least he hasn't really been like the next Arnold. Arnold, you know, he his solo stuff is kind of like Arnold's raw deal, like the movies, his lesser movies that people don't talk about as much. He doesn't have his own Terminator. He doesn't have his own. Uh, uh, oh, I get a signature movie. Yes, you know, he doesn't role. have his own. Yeah. So I think that this movie was what he really wanted to um, hang his hat on as to be associated with The Rock. Because, you know, he says he read the, the comics, but that's not true. I and in 2000, around 2008, when there was talk about maybe doing a, a Shazam movie, there was a big internet push to get the rock to do it and his production company seven bucks but he started up and they wanted to do like uh he's like he wanted to either be shazam or black adam 
And so he started doing research on both characters and he ended up picking Black Adam. Now, so it really feels like this is this is the movie that DC and and The Rock, uh, they really want this to be the new jumping off point to um, reset the DC cinematic universe. Uh, and, and what they... It's probably going to, you know... It's definitely that. I mean, it's 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 movie wise, it's brighter. It has mm-hmm. a few. It's lighter, even though it has it's a little more violent. Um, it tends to be like I don't know. It's like uh, it wants to be like the Marvel movies of today. Uh, so let 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 so let, but it. It would have been a great movie in 2008 or 2009, but there's too many things it wants to be like, and it's been done better elsewhere to call this a good movie. All right, so let's get into it. Okay. Um, do, uh, you know, so oh, we were wrong, by the way. We read, I read it, you read it, but it's not the case. He was entombed in, the, in an earthly tomb. Um, and uh, so it wasn't like um, I'll just read a synopsis and I'll just kind of break it down and then we'll get into it. Uh, nearly 5,000 5, years after. Oh, by the way, folks, this is going to be a spoiler review. Nearly 5,000 years after he was uh, bestowed with the almighty powers of the Egyptian gods and imprisoned just as quickly. Black Adam is freed from his earthly tomb, ready to unleash his unique form of justice on the modern world. Now, uh, what's what I thought was interesting is that uh, I had to explain to Cashel that she's like, I thought Batman and those guys are in the Justice Society. It was like, no, that that's the Justice League. This is the right. Justice Society. Mm-hmm. And for those who don't know, the Justice Society, they're kind of like the old school dc characters like hawkman and like uh dr fate these are characters from the 40s and 50s and they're kind of they're like they're like they predate the justice league right oh so anyway uh there's this there's just um i don't know what do you call it there's this group uh that caught the 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 country of Kondu, where he's from. Mm-hmm. Um, there, it's this movie does a lot of things wrong. Like it wants to, for starters, it's it's written by five or six different people, which is never a good sign. No, the guy who wrote this movie uh, was ended up being the director, Wam uh, uh, Kole Sarah. I forget. I'm saying his name. Jame, Sarah. Anyway, he did Orphan. He did Unknown. He did The Shallows. Uh, he uh, directed um, Jungle Cruise. Mm. He he's 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 the Rock's boy. He's just like obviously you know, Jesus Christ. Um, he did um, yeah. He's the House of Wax. And, Is that you know, the one with uh, Paris Hilton? 
Yes. Okay. God, I hate myself for knowing that. Oh my god. But he's you know, he's done all these movies. Anyway, um he uh I don't know. They just this movie it's you can, you can tell it looks good. I mean, it's like it's competently made. The colors are bright. It's very they're really trying hard to steer out of the Snyderverse, the dark and dreary and 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 uh, you know depressing look. They really wanted to revitalize it and make it look fun, mm-hmm. but it's just been done better other places, and it's just so much of that. Like, um, so I'm going to be skipping all over the place as far as story wise. Story wise, who cares? Is the story? It's just bad writing. They want to really say something about the Middle East. Because it takes place, I mean, because look, it, it takes place in like this Middle Eastern, just you know, fake country. But it must be like other movies. Uh, the one thing that can hurt him is uh, the, there's a lot of mining in this in this you know Middle Eastern country. It's like Klondow, Kondow, uh, his country. But uh, mm-hmm. and it's like what is it called? Um, they're mining for. What is it called? Um, uh, let me see here. Let's see if I can find it. Um, oh, it's like vibranium, but it's it's a it's a rock. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to say equal something because I think because they stay. God damn it! I saw it in a in a in a in a, um, in a video of what they're mining, and I um, cannot remember what it's called. But yeah, it's something like on the lines of vibranium. Yeah. That, uh, well, they're mining for that. And anyway, there's uh, there's this group that kind of occupied. Clint, uh, um, I'm gonna. I'm like, this is really bothering me. Black Adams. Klondike. Yes. Thank you. Klondike. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, it's being occupied, and they call the people that are occupying it colonizers. Very Black Panther-ish in that aspect. Mm-hmm. It's the one thing. There's a scene in the beginning when he they end up waking him up and he starts killing all these people. Now that's another thing. I'm getting past that he was a villain. They're calling him an anti-hero, fine. But in this movie, he's not an anti-hero. An anti-hero is someone who does heroic things, but they do fucked up stuff also. But right. somehow they end up he's a reluctant hero. Because he doesn't, he only kills people that try to kill him so and, he's not he's not helping anybody is what you're saying he's just well yeah he's a reluctant to stay well, alive and up until the you know when he gets brought back um he he starts killing the people that brought him back because they're shooting him and they're trying to kill him and there's a girl that a woman in there that almost gets a you know she's her she's uh she's the female lead and there's this um there's this like part of a tomb that's collapsed and it's going to crush her. And he, he ends up splitting, you know, he ends up moving the the rock from crushing her and saving her life. And he does that with a lot of people, but he just wants to be left alone. He's a reluctant hero, not an anti-hero. Okay. So I, I was gets really tired of hearing him say that in interviews. He's not an anti-hero. He's reluctant because he doesn't kill people who don't have it coming. Now, 
now the Justice Society is is headed by uh, Aldous Hodge, who's Hawkman. Yeah. Now I, I can tell this movie's been written with like the Middle East. It's like they can't commit. They want to do this half-assed commentary or allegory on what's going on in the Middle East right now, but they don't really want to fully commit because they just kind of sidestep a lot of this shit that happens or, you know, that, that would make some kind of commentary on, you know, people occupying parts of the Middle East because everyone's there, to, you know, to try and get that out. What is that fucking? Oh, God. What? What's that? Um, the element that from his country. I'm looking it up. Everyone's there trying to mine it. And yeah, I can't. I didn't. I, I was looking through Conda and I can't see. Uh, maybe I could probably. What were they mining in Black Adam? Um, the Dynasty Diamond? No, that's no, not it. No, no, no. Anyway, everyone's there for that. Um, and it doesn't, it doesn't really. It didn't escape me that it's Hawkman, who in one of the many iterations of Hawkman, uh, one of them, he, he was a, uh, you know, because Black Adam is basically. Eternium. Yeah, Eternium, thank you. I knew he it began gets, with an E. I knew it yeah. began with an E. Okay, he gets, he gets hurt by the missile that's powered by Eternium. So you're like, okay, so that's the one thing that can hurt him. It's like his kryptonite. Mm. We never see it again. So even, why even bring attention to it if that's not at all going to come back into the story in some kind of way? Not once. Well, that's kind of so, hard. and it doesn't escape me that okay. So this is a team they have that's gonna like you know because he's running loose. Waller uh, has uh, calls the Justice Society and says, "Hey, um, you need to get some people together to uh, kind of handle this." He's awakened from his tomb. We were aware of his aware that he was there, but he was he's awake, and they brought him back. They found him basically by accident mining for. Eternium, and uh, this uh, they're called the uh, they're just kind of like Blackwater, but they're I forget the name, but it's like a something gang, but they're just regular people with like high, high tech kind of like mm-hmm. kind of like in Black Panther, they have like all this high tech, but um, they occupy Klandau, Klondok, anyway. Um, they have uh, Adam Smasher because that's another thing with the Justice Society. They're all like second and third generation heroes because their powers are handed down or tech is handed down. Tech or powers are like legacy, you know, like legacy uh, powers. Like um, anyway, in this iteration of Hawkman, he's, you know, resurrected. He's um, he's um, Egyptian. You know, he resurrected. He's a resurrection of our second uh, uh not second coming, but uh, yeah, resurrected. Uh, not resurrected. What's the word? Uh, when you come back from, you die and you come back. Reincarnated, reincarnated Egyptian. Uh, Doctor Fate is uh, as a you know a Middle Eastern background as that that character and the, the powers he possesses. Even though it's played by Pierce, you know it's that it, you know it's, so it's there was like a theme going on here. Yeah, but they don't. They don't. Name is supposed to be Kent Nelson. Yeah, but they don't. It's not Middle Eastern. <laughs> no, but Doctor Fate's powers is. Oh, Doctor Fate is, but the guy playing the. Okay, I got it. I I forgot. There's a difference between the helmet and the person who wears the helmet. Yeah, the helmet is Fate, and the human got it. Sorry, I forgot. 
And uh, but they don't want to truly commit to that. And there's Adam Smasher, and um, what's the girl's name? Uh, Cyclone. Cyclone. Yeah. So I don't know where. So they all go up against them. They try and and um, a couple times you I you forget like a, a couple times, uh, and you know Hawkman's kind of a real rule follower, old ball breaker kind of. We do stuff by the rules. And he and Black Adam get in a couple of fights. And it's just to a standstill pretty much both times. And uh, because The Rock can't be bested or lose a fight or show any humility. I know. So there you have no real stakes. And you don't have any character growth. What If he can't ever be beat, he can never be bested in any of these scripts, how is he going to have an arc where he where he has something to overcome. He won't. There's no struggle. So yeah. you, you never get the feeling that there's any real stakes. <clears throat> there's um, there's a scene where, uh, and this is more of a nitpick. Okay, in the opening of the movie, you know, they're, they, there's, it's subtitled because they're speaking another language and it's 5,000 years in the past. English wasn't even a language yet. No. So when he comes out of his tomb, he's immediately speaking English. He didn't speak English when he was put in that tomb, but now, and he was never awake. So when he comes out, he should. You know what I mean? He shouldn't be able to communicate with anybody. At least not not speaking English. At least he he should be completely un. He could. He wouldn't understand anything. Nothing. Yeah. So that was a bit of a nitpick for me. I mean, even that shitty, shitty, shitty movie uh, Apocalypse. He watched TV for a few hours and learned how to talk. <laughs> you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> but uh, you don't even get anything. Like that. I mean, that's a bit of a nitpick, but it's just something that I noticed and it bothered me. But you keep talking about his earthly tomb. I yeah, he thought was Black in- Adam was shot into space. Uh, I don't think so. No, he was in it- Earth. It was in, in the, a. In he the was comics, in comics, he was shot in space. Later, but not initially. Are you sure? Oh, it doesn't matter. I'm not talking about the comics. I'm not doing a comparison. I start. I, I started this me, review. I started this review. Uh, yeah, it is a nitpick, but I, it's a nitpick I don't really want to explore. I don't care to explore because I started this with saying, uh, "This is. Uh, I'm just going with he's a anti here or a, he's a good guy now." So I just want to talk about that. There's so much more to tear apart in this movie than nitpick about the comic book stuff that they're just going to ignore anyway. Um, at the very end, I'm I'm going back and forth, but at the very end, Waller, he, you know, one thing I thought was kind of cool, some of the action, some of the fight scenes are good and fun to watch. Now, if this comes streaming, I say check it out because it's not a terrible movie. It's no by no means a Wonder Woman 84 or um or uh uh Suicide Squad, not the Suicide Squad that that uh James Gunn did, but the first one, the shitty one. It's not like those two. But, you know, it's a good fold your laundry while it's on movie. It's fine. It's just fine. I don't it's, I wouldn't say it's terrible, but I wouldn't call it good. <clears throat> Excuse me. But it, it needs to be rewritten. It's clear. It's so clear 
this needs one writer, not five that it has. And it's just, it, it suffers from the writing. There's a couple of, couple of things that, you know, like there's a couple of things we saw in the trailers that aren't in the movie at all. Like him, like punching down those planes, not in the movie. That was just something that was filmed for the trailer. And uh, like um, the scene where he's, so he and Hawkman get into it a couple of times because Hawkman's all, you can't, we don't kill people, which, you know, come on, man. Even in this universe, every superhero has killed someone and he's only killing the bad guys. There's a scene where <laughs> I thought was kind of funny. Uh, he's like, I don't, we're not going to, I'm not going to kill anybody. And they take these two, um, I forget what the name of the group is. So they're like, they're called like the something gang. I'm just going to call them like, uh, they're mercs. That's all they are. It's like a team. It's like an organization of mercenaries that are, that are, that are, um, that are, um, occupying this country. Anyway, they want to question him about why they're mining. They're mining for this. They're looking, they're mining for, uh, Eternium, but they're particularly looking for this crown that, will give you grant you powers from hell and basically bring hell to earth to whoever wears it and the one of the head guys in this in this uh in this group wants that wants that crown so there's this they're they're going to question two of these mercs about about the head bad guy and hawkman's asking him questions they don't say anything so he takes them he grabs them and he takes them up into like the stratosphere and he's going to drop them if they don't tell him what he wants and so he does, he asks one guy one thing and the other guy's like, screw you. He drops him. And then the other guy tells him what he wants to know. Then he drops him. Then Hawkman flies up and grabs him and they brings him back. And he's like, uh, damn it. You know, I said no one's killing. You're not killing anybody. He's like, uh, you, you saved them. So they're not dead. I didn't kill anybody. You know, that kind of thing. But it was like, um, he's, it's, it was a little bit redundant after the second fight. I was like, why are we having this stupid argument? Because he's only killing the bad guys. He's not, he's only killing people that are trying to kill him or kill other people. So just lay off. It was just, it was just enough already. After the second fight, I was a bit done with it. It was a uh, hour. You get like a new bad guy and then, uh, and he's killing everybody. He kills Dr. Fate. And and honestly, the guy who played Hawkman and Pierce, uh, Aldous Hodge and Pierce Bronson, they they carry the movie really, especially Pierce. He's a great Doctor Fate, but his character dies, and you know it it was you know it sucked, but it made me miss him as like you know seeing him more. He was he, was, he did a great job, and but they all had little to work with because the dialogue was so bad. And there's this there's this kid because. Basically, Black Adams, he's just walking around like the Terminator. He doesn't say much. And when he does, it's very, like, direct and very, like, straight and, and flat. And this kid is, like, trying to give him a catchphrase, trying to give him, like, uh, a new name because he's going by his, you know, the Egyptian name he had before. And uh, Black Adam, he wasn't really assigned Black Adam to the very end. But um, 
and it was very much like uh, Terminator 2 between the T-800 and John Connor. You know, you know, it's like trying to, the kid, the, the, you know, the rock plays it straight and the kid is a comic relief. The, the lead, the lead, the lead woman's uh, son, you know, who kind of gets everybody up to speed on who Black Adam is. It was just very like so many other movies. It wanted to be Terminator 2. It wanted to be Black Panther. It wanted to be Iron Man 1. It wanted to be, um, uh, 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 the uh, Superman, uh, the first Superman. It was just very, ugh, you know what I mean? And at the end, uh, there's a really cool scene where he sits on the throne. Remember that comic book uh, when uh, Black Adam like assumes, he just pretty much says Klondok is his, kind of like when Doom takes over Valeria. And he just deems himself like the ruler of that area. And there's that there's that famous comic book cover with Black Adam sitting on like a broken down throne. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I need some feedback here. Are you are you oh, listening? I, yeah, of course. I'm asking I'm you a question, and you just yes, I, I, know, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I just didn't know if you wanted me to if it was rhetorical or not. No, yeah, I, I know was what asking. Oh, I know um, um, they recreate that scene. He sits on the throne, and but then he flies straight up, and then flies down and destroys. And that that's not who I am. And it's like whatever. And then so Waller sends him like a, a message via drone, saying that, uh, telling him that you know they're not going to, they're not going to keep pursuing him because they're trying to put him, put him back to sleep and make him say Shazam. And he says Shazam and goes back to his normal self when they. They did good CGI. Uh, remember when uh, on the first uh, Captain America where um, Chris Evans' body, head was on a on a smaller guy's body? Uh, no, I don't. Before he, got, before he got the drugs and became a super soldier? Oh, okay, okay, I got it. Okay, I remember now. Go ahead. That, when, he's, when he says Shazam, he kind of goes back to that. And okay. uh, uh, they did a good job. He didn't look so out of place like Chris Evans' character did. It just looked so bizarre with that big head on that little body. But uh, um, so he says Shazam, and they're going to put him back to sleep. And then they end up needing him because this new foe in the 11th hour comes back and starts bringing hell on Earth. And so he goes and he fights this demon and rips him in half. Anyway... Waller's like, fine, you did us a solid, so we're gonna let you let you be, but you can never leave that country. You stay there, or 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 else. And he's like, there's no one on Earth that can stop me. Right. So good luck. And she's like, as you wish. And then out of the out of the smoke comes Superman. He flies down, and he's like, they're just scared. They were they they haven't been this scared since the first uh, the first person with this much power came came here and he's like uh black adam uh i'm kalel we need to talk and then it goes to credits did everybody cheer and scream um there was a few claps but you know i was i was kind of bored with the movie and in the in the, the the movie goes a little too long it's it, it's it's you know it's it's about oh gosh i'd say it's a little over two hours but the last act 
is just so much action. It's almost as if it's just exhausting. I actually started dozing, nodding off, not because I was bored. It's because it was just, it was so much action for action's sake. There's no character development. Okay. Like, okay. I hate to compare them to better movies, but I, I have no choice. Oh, but so better yet, I won't compare them to Marvel. I'll compare them to other better DC movies. Wonder Woman. Okay, remember when there's no man's land and they don't want her there. They don't want this woman there. It's you know World War One. Women have no place in war. But there's no man's land and and she goes. She she's, she's like the first person to cross that that area and they're shooting at her. She's using her shield to cross and she leads the charge and. And, uh, it, you know, and then she fights, starts fighting the, the war with them and going, you know, just getting in the in the in the shit with them. Mm-hmm. And they start to respect her and, and praise her. That's character development. She earned that that scene earned her goodwill and started to create the arc for that character. Um, Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad. Uh you have like these ragtag people that you start to like and, and, uh, and they're, you know, some unlikable, the Idris Alba characters, you know, they had the, they, everyone had a moment to make you, to kind of get you a, a peek into the character. And so when they, when, when, when people die, you kind of miss them. Like I never thought I'd give a shit about polka dot man, <laughs> but I, when he died, I was kind of bummed out that that happened. Yeah, I was too. Um, uh, what's another one? Um, it's another good DC movie. Oh, well, the first Man of Steel. I mean, it, it was okay, but when he broke Zod's neck, I wanted him to break Zod's neck. I was like, enough of this guy already. I mean, they 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 worked on building character. This movie is so quick to get to the action and the 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 bang pow and the big the big spectacles, none of the shit that should feel, you should feel something, they're earned. Even when, even when Dr. Fate dies, who you kind of, in kind of a low-key mentor, ends up being kind of a low-key mentor for Black Adam, or at least giving him some perspective. So when, when he dies, you don't really feel much because there wasn't a ton of character development. I just... I was I wasn't I was like oh man Doctor Fate was so cool I was like oh I'm gonna miss seeing Pierce Bronson in this movie because I like Pierce <laughs> it was it wasn't because they built up this character and that's what this movie suffers from no character development and if you have a a, a lead that can't be hurt that can't really have nothing to overcome because in their contract they they can't they can't be bested what in the fuck are we invested for? We're not. We're just waiting for the next spectacle to happen. Yeah. Well. So it just that, that's what I give it. If it was if I had to give it a, a one to five score, it's a two because it's fun to look at, but there's nothing there. It's vapid. I mean, it might be a good a good direction to go for future DC movies because it definitely is it definitely did its if it did anything successful it did set itself apart from the old garb of dc movies it, it, they should go in this direction looks and a lighter feel and a little more fun 
But if you're looking for a movie that has some characters that you give a shit about, like, you know, like when Tony Stark died, you gave a shit. When when Captain America left, you gave a shit. When the Hulk figured it out and became Professor Hulk, you gave a shit. There's nothing like that in this movie that's going to make you give a shit. You're just going to watch all the pretty shit break or the pretty pretty shit happen. There's no character development and you don't feel anything for anybody. So it, it it's going to fail on a different level. It won't, you know what I mean? It sounds like an 80s action film. Is what yeah, you're talking about. Yeah. That's what, not, a, not an early 2000s film, but sounds like an 80s Arnold Schwarzenegger commando type action film where Arnold's indestructible and he just runs through shit that he shouldn't run through and there's no like you said, character development. There's no overcoming of the odds. And even if there were, it's it's fucking The Rock or, or, or Arnold Schwarzenegger, so you know what's going to happen. There's no edge of the seat type. Is he going to make it? Is he going to make it? And I think the fact that we know what's in his fucking contract, sorry, his contract, I think uh, I think ruined it for, for you and it's going to ruin it for me because I wish I didn't know that. I yeah. wish I didn't know that because that would make that would be it would be easier for me to overcome the uh, 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 to, to, to to spend to suspend belief like you do with wrestling. It would be easy for me to do the easier for me to do that if I didn't know that he has a fucking punch counter. If I didn't know that if a guy goes through a wall, you know, if he goes through a wall, a guy got to go through the wall. You know, if I didn't know all that stuff, man, his contract, I I probably wouldn't feel so bad about it. And you probably wouldn't either, but you know what's in his contract. You've read it. Well, you know, and yeah, he, that, he never denied it. So yeah, that and the fact that you want to see your heroes overcome stuff. You want to see them. You want to, you know, you know what I mean. You want to go on the ride with them. And it's just yeah. you never get that feeling that he's gonna lose or over have to overcome anything. It's just no. You're never. Rock. You're never gonna. It just doesn't give you that. No. So. I don't know. It it's fun to look at, but don't expect much from it because you're not going to get much from it. I mean, even in the Scorpion King, The Rock had to overcome a lot of stuff in the Scorpion King, you know. But then again, he wasn't a movie star then. Yeah, he wasn't a movie star then, and he was actually the villain. Yeah, who turned into an actual hero at the end, mainly on accident. He just yeah. wanted revenge and turned into a hero. But again, he wasn't a movie star, so he couldn't dictate terms. At that point in his life, he couldn't yeah. write a contract saying, "Look here, if the Rock gets punched once, the Rock's gonna punch the other guy twice." If you smell what I'm cooking, couldn't do that, you know. And that's why I enjoy the Scorpion King because you know you honestly don't know where it's gonna go, even though you know where it's gonna go. You don't know quite where it's gonna go. You know, I'm looking at this filmography and I'm trying to figure out when that really started when he became a real movie star. You know, and I just don't, I'm having a hard time figuring that out, you know, because there was a, there was one movie that just made him, you know, uh, a real star. And let's see, what could it have been Central Intelligence? Could that have really put him over the top? Uh, The ones he started doing with Kevin Hart. I think that yeah. string of Kevin Hart and him team ups. That's okay. That's they, were, they were, they were, there was like two of those. Four of them, because he did. They did uh, Central Intelligence. They did both Jumajis and something else. 
Uh, let's see. Uh, let me look at all his movies here. So he did uh, Central Intelligence 1, Jivanji 2, uh, the other Jivanji is 3. Uh, I don't see another one with Kevin Hart. I mean, Kevin I Hart had a Kevin Hart had a uh, he had a small part where he was like uh, a CIA agent that gave them some lowdown on um, in Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, okay. Well, there's there's the other one. There. I didn't know. I haven't, I haven't seen Hobbs and Shaw. So there's but two there's Fast and Furious movies, Pain and Gain. Uh, that was a big movie for him. Yeah, it was. That was a big one. Uh, um, Walking Tall was a pretty big one too at the time. I remember we're thinking that's. I think that was one of the first. That was one action of the first. films he did after yeah. doing a string of comedies. You know, because he did a lot of comedies at the beginning to get that. And I think I figured out why he did that. I couldn't at the time. I didn't at the time. But I think I figured out why he did that. He wanted to start his career off with a bunch of kids and have the kids grow with him as an actor and take that audience with him on his journey to becoming a big star, which a lot of people don't. I don't think anybody's ever done it quite like he did. You know what I mean? So uh -huh. I think that's why he did that, because the comedies didn't make any sense to me at first, because I thought he jumped right into the action and just go right, you know, head first into that. But he didn't. He, he, he got a bunch of kid movies, a bunch of kids to follow him. And now these kids from 2008, 2006, they're all grown now. And they're diehard fans of The Rock. So that was brilliant marketing on his part, whether it was his idea or not. Right. Who knows? But it, but it worked. But I think, uh, I think Pain and Gain might have been the one that put him over the top 2013. I think that's the one. He did G.I. Joe Retaliation in 2013. He, uh, the Mummy Returns was 2001. That doesn't count. Gridiron Gang was not that big of a deal. The Race to Witch Mountain wasn't that big of a deal. Well, that was one of his first starring, starring roles, I guess. Yeah. Gets, could Get Smart count? It's putting him yeah, over the top. He, I wouldn't know if that put him over the top, but he was in it. He had a small, he was, a, he was one of the players in it. It was an ensemble cast. He yeah. was funny in it. He was funny in it. Yeah, he was with Steve Carell and those guys. So, yeah, okay, okay. But I, I really think pain and gain might be what we're looking for that made him an actual star where he could write his own quote-unquote ticket. And I, I, I wish he wouldn't, but he's got too much of that WWF background in him. Once you're, on, once you're the top guy, you got to stay on top, man. You got to do whatever you got to do to stay on top. You know, and if that means I have to, that means I have to look a certain way when I'm in that square circle. And in this case, when I'm in the uh, when I'm in front of the camera, I have to look a certain way in order to have to, to maintain being a top guy. And I just I find it, you know, egotistical, narcissistic, and and just plain ridiculous that he can't get beat. You know, I, I, I what was that? Did I you saw Hobbs and uh, Shaw right with, with Idris Elba? You saw that? I haven't seen that yet, but you saw. That, yes, right? I did. I did. Did did he did he win with against the black Superman one on one? It was dumb. It was dumb. Tim and I went uh, because it was. Uh, yeah, they didn't really beat Idris Elba. The company that made him turn just turned him off, and he fell into uh, off a cliff and Sex. supposedly died. Now, in the beginning of the movie, he's trying to get to this woman. And they're trying to kill her. 
and he's punching dents into the side. She's she's in the trailer of a semi, and he's mm-hmm. punching the door down. Every blow is putting a massive dent in it, and it's just a matter of time before he punches his way through. Right. Okay. Towards the end of the movie, the third act, he's fighting The Rock and Statham at the same time, and he's handing them both their asses. Mm-hmm. About, I don't know, a third into the fight, halfway through the fight, I lean over to Tim and go, just joking, we got to team up and we got we to gotta figure, well, what would I say? I said, oh, we got to work together if we're going to beat him. And as if I had been there earlier and saw the movie, Statham goes, we're going to have to work together to beat him. <laughs> and so their, their, their strategy is one person takes a hit and the other one delivers a hit. They trade blows. Now, Idris is trying to kill these guys. Mm-hmm. And he's punching a hole. He earlier in the movie, he's punching a hole in the side of a semi, and he's giving them all he's got, and their heads don't just explode on contact. Yeah, they don't just get knocked. Don't right just off. rip their jaw right off when he punches them in the face. Of course. So not. you know, it was stupid. That was dumb. Okay, I'm kind of glad I didn't see that because that would have made me almost want to turn it off. That's just see, it's that kind of stuff that you could get away with in the '80s. Arnold got away with some shit in the 80s that when you look back on it, you're like, okay, now how did I cheer for this shit? How did I not just get up and walk out of this piece of crap movie? How the hell did he take that to the chest? How did he survive that jump? How did he survive the Predator and that that explosion at the end of Predator that wiped out, what did they say in Predator 2? Two and a half miles of forest, but Arnold stands up triumphantly with just a bit of dirt on him? Are you fucking kidding me? That was good in the eighties. I can live with that. But when you get to the when you get to now, it seems like you're trying to make things as realistic as possible. Which is one of the reasons why I like the Marvel movies. They're as realistic as they can be. They're comic book movies, obviously, and that's not real, obviously. But they're steeped in as real as realistic as they can be. You know, without being absurd. Right. You know, and that's what I love about them. And that's what I hate about the Rocks movies. It's like, dude, Idris Elba should have knocked your fucking head off. He should have killed you with that first punch. You're dead. Jason Statham, I'm going to kill you. You're dead. Now, story's over. Now, if he'd have been able to avoid his punches, or if the Rock had taken something, you know, to help strengthen his bones before the fight, okay, I can handle that. You know, okay, well, now we're on an even playing field, but him to just walk out there and, and just get knocked around with really is uh, uh, his, his ego man it's just unbelievable dude it's just he's just it's just unbelievable dude I, I i really believe that he believes that he's living the gimmick i believe he believes that he's this guy you know this unstoppable machine of a man and i'm like dude you're not you're you're just you're just not and i i can't stand him i'm tired of his movies i'm tired oh of- wow i didn't realize he was in four Fast and the Furious movies. He was yeah, in I four. So. Yeah, that's why I, I think he felt comfortable in leaving because he had done his he'd done his job. He's like, I don't need to be in anymore. I've done my job. You know, I resurrected the franchise. You know, he did four and the spinoff Hobbs and Shaw. So technically five Fast and yeah. Furious movies. But uh, I was looking up his filmography, and the consensus is 
he became a movie star mm. when he when he started his first first movie where he was a star that was very successful, which was The Scorpion King in two thousand two. So they think his first movie, one of his very first movies. Well, I'm sure the that did punch count and shit didn't come until later, but that was when he was deemed a bankable star that he could hold a movie on his own. Yeah, that makes sense because that 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 makes more sense. That, that makes sense because that was the first one where he was the star. Yeah, and it and it did really well. You know, it did a lot yeah, better top, than it should have. Yeah, top billing the whole nine. You know. Yeah, yeah, he was he was the man in that movie. It all revolved around him and his character. So I guess that would be it. I was thinking more, you know, further along his career where he could actually write his own ticket. You know. Where he yeah. can, where he doesn't have to audition for movies anymore because he's he's I wonder how long has he been in that position to where scripts come to him and he says yes or, or no. he says no and then the movie gets made or it doesn't you know he doesn't audition at all I say know? it was after his run with Fast and Furious I say okay. when by the time Hobbs and Shaw which were around 2013 maybe no 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 Hobbs and Shaw was 2017 so um no, no, no. Hobbs and Shaw was, God, 2019. I'd say there, because that's where you, I, well, I'd say, uh, no, you know what? I'd say um, Fast fast 6, because Fast 6 was 2013. That's when he was still considered, he was like the bad guy, or he was considered the bad guy, but he was working with him now. I, and that's when he couldn't be bested, and that's where you get that fight between him and him and um, Vin, and would, you know, it's a, it ends up being a draw, which he would have fucking destroyed Vin Diesel in a real fight. But <laughs> it wasn't even believable that it was a standstill. It was just, I, I, I bet you that that was then. I always bet you it was around that time. Well, it very well could have been. I just honestly, you know, I, I've never understood the the way some of these Hollywood stars get treated. They get treated like they're fucking kings and queens of the world, you know, like they like their shit don't stink. And it's like I, I don't I rarely see companies tell them to sit down and shut the fuck up. This is what we're doing. Until Marvel. Marvel told Ed Norton to go away. To go mm-hmm. away. Go fuck yourself. We don't want you. And it's like, but my hope did great, and it did. It did great box office. It was great. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I, it I liked great. it. That was pretty good. Yeah, he's a great banner. I thought it was yeah. a good banner. Yeah, he's a great Hulk, just, great banner. I loved it. He just couldn't they, get out of his own way. Right, and they told him to go fuck himself. And I appreciated that so much that, you know, I'm on the Feige bandwagon. Now, will anybody ever tell The Rock to go fuck himself? I don't know. But I think somebody I should. That remains to be seen. You know, it, it's just like I think they should because I just think his ego is just it's ego because I know when he fights Superman, it's going to be a punch count and I'm not going to like it. I'm yeah, not going to like well, it at all. Well, that's what they're setting up of Black Adam versus Superman. And he said he wanted to see that. He said that. So how exciting can that be if. If it's a if, punch count, if, if we a, know that he's not going to put Superman over. He's not. He won't. No. It'll be a it'll be it'll either be and I, I fucking hate to go back to wrestling so much, but it's gonna be like a dusty finish where it's a false finish, you know, where where they both stop 
and something has to happen and then they work together and then they forget about their feud. It'll be something dumb like that. Oh, yeah. You I guarantee know it. you it'll be you a know. false finish instead of just having a clear cut winner, which is one of the reasons why I love Godzilla versus King Kong. There was a clear winner. Godzilla whooped that motherfucker's ass and yeah, that was the like, end of it. I didn't like that. Yeah, I wanted, <laughs> he, I wanted Kong to win. <laughs> his ass and that was it. And Kong was like, you the man, I'm sorry. And you the man put his head down and gave it up. Godzilla's like, that's right, motherfucker. Now I'm out. This, <laughs> but Brock is not going to do that for for uh, against no. Superman. No, no way, no way. He will not. And I definitely know he ain't going to let Shazam get over if they ever meet. If they ever if meet. they ever meet, who knows? Shazam. It doesn't seem like they should be in the same universe the way this movie was shot. No, I don't, I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, this, this they, they clearly fun. are in the same universe because we see a little bit of Superman at the end of. Of Shazam, but the new one's coming out. Uh, but he's got the Shazam family with him now, so who knows? Yeah, but Shazam seems more fun than, than, than and, 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 and like you said, in its own world, its own universe, where The Rock seems to be, for what you described, more hardcore action, you know, killing and blah, 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 and stuff like that. So it's like, I don't know how they would mix. The well, two. they're going to. They're going to share a universe. They've been, that's already been established. It'll be interesting to see how. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how it's going to work, but they're going to meet eventually. That's in the, that's what they want. So we'll see. Yeah, well, we will see. I just have no faith in, in the Rock doing the right thing, which is putting Superman oh, over. Me neither. Me no, neither. That's what needs to happen. Superman has to beat him. Yeah. Sorry, he just does. He has to win. It's best for the future of the of, of Marvel. I mean, sorry, DC. It's best for the future of both characters, I think, if 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 Superman wins. I mean, Superman and Batman are the biggest characters there are in, in, in comic books, really. I mean, yeah. It's, it's them two and everybody else, you know. Now, here's a question I wanted to ask, because you might be able to help me out. Who wins in a fight, Captain America or Batman? Captain America. So do so you think the super soldier serum is enough to put him over the top? Well... That and uh, well, Superman has uh, no, 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 okay, 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 okay. Batman okay. is super smart and he's very cunning, he always has a backup plan for his backup plan. Mm. But, um, Captain America is a, he's a strategist, I mean, so it's hard to say, it's hard to say Batman, but then again, Batman might already have something. Just in case he did have to go up against Captain America, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and it's like, yeah, it would, it was. It's like we know the Super Soldier Serum is, you know, the be all end all. But Batman has mastered 127 martial arts, and there's and and that's a like in this article it says there's about 120 more than Captain America has, mm. and Bruce Wayne is. Uh, the pinnacle of what a human can be PED free, you know, put it that way. Well, then again, I don't know what Bruce does. Bruce might be do PEDs. I wouldn't surprise me if, he, if his character did, but let's just say he doesn't. He's the pinnacle of that. And they say that Batman has a technological superior, superior, uh, superiority over Captain America. He can rely on his unlimited resources, which is his money, obviously. Right. He's smarter than Captain America, which is not even a question. No, no, that's not. That's not even. That's not even debatable. And they say he's a more skilled fighter, which 
I I know he's had more martial arts, but I don't know. Yeah, but but Captain America, Captain America is just stronger than him. Stronger. I mean, he he can fight and he's stronger. There's a perfect example. Joe Rogan said, you know, he's a he's trained in several disciplines in jujitsu, got Mm. a couple of black belts. But he said, if I got in a fight with Shaq or Tyson, there's not a whole lot I can do because physics still counts. You know what I mean? Yeah, who cares if I can put him in a leg lock, but it's not going to do a damn bit of difference if I can't put him in a, if I can't get a hold of him, if I can't hold on to him. And he, you know, he's strong enough to just ragdoll me. So what, you know what I mean? So how skilled are you? But if you can't take one of his punches, who gives a fuck what you know? Yeah, I get it. And I, I, I understand that, which is why the first thing was Batman smarter than him. Batman would come to that fight ready with either gear or with some kind of concoction to make him stronger so that he can somewhat match his strength. Right. Um, you know, he would use his technology and his brains to, to, to equal that with Captain America. And I think that would be, plus he would find Captain's weakness. Captain America may not think he has a weakness, but he does. And I don't know what it is, but Bruce Wayne, Batman would find it. And he would exploit it before the fight. Like what he did with Superman, where he gassed him. Superman, in that movie, Batman versus Superman was a, was a shitty movie. But when that arrow was shot at Superman, I immediately went, honestly, if these were two real characters, that's exactly what Superman would have done. He'd have caught it and looked at it like, that was right out of the comic too. That was yeah. the Dark Knight. With yeah, it was Green Arrow brilliant. shot it. Green Arrow shot at him. He's like, really? And then yeah, it exploded in his face. And, and that's exactly like, ah. what he would have done. They knew, that's they knew he'd catch it. They knew yeah. he'd catch it. And, and it's like, and, and, and you know, he would have done that. And re- if that was real, the real Superman would have caught it. When like an arrow, really, poof. Now he's full of <laughs> now he's full of kryptonite. Now you're you know? fucked. Now, <laughs> now, now, fuck. now, do you bleed, motherfucker? And that's <laughs> and that's what Batman. Would have would would have to do in order to even the playing field with with Captain America because he'd have no choice. Right, you know he's not going to just walk like when he fights Bane, he uses speed, quickness until he can get close enough to cut his uh that venom out of him. That that that, right. that, that canister. The one he knows that, if he knows if Bane grabs him, it's over. He knows goddamn well that if Bane puts his hands on him. It's lights out. He just crushes him like oh, a rat. Batman, I'm going to rip your fucking arms off. <laughs> you were born in the dark. Well, I was molded by it. Raised you're, by it. You're simply uh, adopted it. All right. <laughs> I'm doing Bane impressions, bad ones at that. It's time for me to go to bed. <laughs> I'll put it on. I'll put, I'll put it out on this. Uh, 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 Hardy said that... Um, Looking back on it, he hates that fucking accent he used for to play Bane. Why'd he do it? I don't know why he did it, but he said he hates it now. He said he wishes he hadn't have done that. He hates that accent. Hates it. He said it's just so cheesy. It I'm is, like, it's very it's cheesy. Very cheesy, bro. Yes, yes, it's very, very cheesy. You know, <laughs> to hear him talk. I don't even oh, know he, what accent that was. He was talking about being Bane and he was talking about how how um he gained like 30 pounds uh, and just bulked up, you know, just mm-hmm. just bulked up and worked out twice a day and ate just, just, he's like, he put, but he did it in such a short amount of time. He, he got almost, he almost, he almost got a heart attack. Yeah. His doctor was like, your cholesterol is through the roof. 
because <laughs> he was just eating cheeseburgers and working out. <laughs> yeah, he got fat. That's what yeah. happened. You know, he didn't get a good trainer. And and if he had taken some certain steroids or PEDs along with that, he probably wouldn't have gotten fat. He would have just gotten, he looked like Chris Helmsworth, you yeah. know. But he didn't. So live, you know, live and learn. But all right, man, you go to bed. I'll, all uh, right, folks. Uh, we will see you next week. We only talk about two things, really Black Adam and Kanye. <laughs> but uh, almost, for almost two hours. I know it's crazy. I uh, hope you're still listening, folks. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Peace. <laughs>